What's up everybody, how's it going? I just thought I'd uh, do a quick resource for you guys on how to improve your um, emotional well-being and your mental state um, through taking better care of yourself as I feel like this is something that we're not really taught very clearly and the resources out there are quite lackluster um, and this isn't a substitute for therapy or any kind of professional work, this is just some anecdotal evidence um, on things that I've found personally that have helped me that I think can help you. So just a quick disclaimer, I am not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, um, this resource is not like a publication in the uh, American Journal of Psychiatrists or you know the Royal College of Psychiatry, this is just a very basic anecdotally based evidence of things that I found helpful um, and that I think maybe I wish somebody may have told me earlier and I think that can really help you. In terms of my qualifications, um, I do have a qualification in health and well-being and I do work in healthcare but um, the purpose of this video wasn't to produce like a professional resource. Um, it's to mainly produce like a personal resource that um, you can relate to from one human being to another because we all go through different things in life and I haven't really you know I can't say I've had the most difficult life my life's quite easy but I think everyone's life it, it does have uh, points of adversity points where you don't feel good and I just wanted to make this for um, people who don't really know where to start in terms of taking better care of themselves um, so that's really the purpose of this video and I think that uh, a lot of times people might want to take time off for you know a break from their studies or they might want to take some time off work for their mental health but then once they've taken that time off they're not really sure what to do maybe they just go for a shopping trip and stuff and I feel like there's active emotional habits you can do to try and better understand yourself and take better care of yourself and your emotional well-being um so that's really the the basis for this video and I just want to go through a bit of intro. So I think every uh, emotion has a purpose and a benefit to us, whether that's happiness to tell us it's our cue to celebrate after a difficult ride or whether that's actually uncomfortable and sad times in life because, um, you know, during those times actually we find out a lot about ourselves. They can be uncomfortable, they can be times for amazing amounts of personal growth um, and development. Um, so every emotion does have its purpose and um, but I think again it, it, it's all about balance really and I think it's important as well that you're not too hard on yourself and you have realistic um, aspirations and expectations of yourself and I think a lot of people have this misconception that they should be happy all the time and jumping for joy and I think that's actually quite unsustainable because um, you know there are times where your life is difficult and you do get exhausted and to be jumping for joy all the time it, it's just not sustainable and I think sometimes when people do expect themselves to be happy all the time uh, and then they don't quite make it and they feel sad then it can actually make them feel worse that you know they're not feeling happy but they should be feeling happy all the time um, and I think it can become like a negative um, destructive feedback loop which isn't really what we want so um, it's important to be realistic and it's important to be uh, kind to yourself um, and I think that um, we should really aim to be content with where we are in life. I think happiness is an emotion but contentness it's a state of mind and I think we should be aim to be content with whatever place we're, we are in life because we know that we can get through it rather than aiming to be jumping for joy all the time which we can't do. Um, so before I start the main habits that I wanted to go through to improve your um, emotional health and self-care um, I actually did want to just start by saying that there's uh, multiple aspects to a healthy life and this is by no means an exhaustive list 
um, but you do need to take into account your physical, your social, your emotional, and spiritual health, um, and I think these that's, uh, these things are like their components of it, and it's a balance really, you need to uh, incorporate all of those things, and this resource is really to focus on your emotional health, and how to take better care of it uh, with yourself, um, this isn't really a substitute for therapy or anything, this is like I said, just personal advice on, on what I've done and what I think has helped me um, but it doesn't it might not necessarily work for you and if you try these things and they don't work maybe it's time to think about getting some more professional help um, but like I said these are just some pointers that I think can um, really help you improve your self-awareness of what's going on around you and in your head and thus you can implement better emotional care and health if you know what's going on with inside yourself um, but like I said there are other components to consider like your social support and your physical health they, they also contribute to your mental stability um, so don't ignore those um, and like I said they're all interlinked so there we go um, anyway on to the on to the main bulk of the video the habits now um, so the first category of habits I wanted to talk about was routine so I think getting your body into a routine is really helpful um, including but not limited to you know regular sleep regular wake-up times regular meals <laughs> even going to the toilet regularly I know it sounds quite silly but I think um, it's not to be underestimated how much your body likes routine um, and I think that sometimes we can get uh, carried away with a lot of things. There's a lot of distractions for us at the moment, um, especially with social media and things. And I don't think necessarily you should cut out social media of your life. Um, but I think they're all designed to keep you scrolling and keep you engaged. And I think a lot of people, especially uh, who are younger and even older now, um, they spend a lot of time, you know, they don't sleep until one, two o'clock in the morning, but they're just up at night in their... Um, beds on their phones just scrolling through things and I think you know it's not necessarily bad to use social media but I feel like there are harms and benefits and I feel like once it's impeding into your sleep time that's actually not good um, and we should really try and focus on regular sleep regular wake up regular meals um, trying to actually get ourselves to sleep properly so you know uh, reducing our blue light exposure um, just trying to make ourselves a little bit tired before bed trying to get into a relaxing mood get the room at the right temperature that sort of thing if we really improve our sleep quality and our routines I think that can have unspoken amounts of benefits for our not just physical health but our emotional health specifically because I think it really does benefit the brain uh, and it does really help you feel a lot more well rested and less fatigued um, so I think routine is definitely a good place to start when you're looking to take better care of yourself the next category of habits I wanted to talk about were creative habits, um, whether that's writing, drawing, cooking, building, making models, it can be anything really. Um, like I said, this isn't a resource uh, about professional psychiatry, but there's a lot of research into creative outlets and how they can let you get into a positive flow state where you know, you're know you really focused on what you're doing um, and you can cut out distractions and you can feel good in the moment that you're doing it because you're just so focused. Um, and I think creativity isn't to be underestimated in its impact on our emotional health. I think it can really be beneficial. Um, a lot of times you can feel bad or, you know, just feel under the weather and you don't really know why. And sometimes that isn't because you don't know why, it's actually because you don't have the ability to express yourself about really how you're feeling. And I think uh, having a creative outlet, whether that's writing, drawing, cooking, whatever, I think it's a really great way of being able to express yourself and 
use parts of your brain that we don't really routinely use in maybe our nine to five jobs. Um, and I feel like this area of our brain, we, we don't really use it since childhood. You know, in school, we're, at the, uh, we're always playing outside. You know, they ask us to just write stories. There's no really um, criteria given. But as we get older and we go into secondary school, university, we start having exams. We start having marking themes, marking criteria. When we start working at jobs, everything's about targets, financial targets. And it's all about these numbers and criteria. And we really lose our, you know, capability of expression and uh, creativity and I feel like um, we definitely need to incorporate some of those um, so don't uh, just listen to this and go and you know spend all your money and your savings on a painting set and a canvas but um, maybe just regularly once or twice a week find some way some habit that you like it could be cooking a small meal it could just be writing whatever's on your head um, I think it's a good way of uh, expressing yourself and uh, getting into a positive mindset during that flow state, I think it really does help in terms of improving your emotional health. So the third category of um, self-care habits I wanted to talk about was self-evaluative. Um, and this is really what I mean by this is uh, taking a look at your life through a reflective lens and trying to find out what's going on. So I think if you keep something like a journal, it could be written, it could be on voice recordings, whatever's easiest for you. Um, or just uh, even mentally spending time before you sleep, just working out what's going on in your life. I think it can really help. You can identify what's going on, uh, especially if you write it down. You end up really making it so concise. Um, and even if you keep going for ages and ages, it's a good way of you know letting everything out in a controlled manner. Um, and I think you can pinpoint at an exact moment how you're feeling and then if you keep doing that over multiple times you can actually identify patterns you know why am I feeling bad is it because of this or because of that so then you can identify patterns and then it doesn't just have to be a place of negativity or outlet you can actually start tracking other aspects of your life like your goals and your progress towards them and it can actually be a really useful tool in terms of uh, advancing your life forward in a more positive direction um, and that's something that I've definitely found has helped me during very difficult times. Um, it might seem counterintuitive when you're going through a difficult time to just pull out a book and start writing. So obviously don't do it in the heat of something if you, you need to do something else. But um, when you're just trying to make sense of everything, I think it can definitely be a really useful tool in terms of figuring out what's going on. And then once you understand really what's going on, or you just get it out. I think you can feel better. And it's definitely a step in the right direction towards improving um, your self-awareness and by extension, um, your ability to take better care of your emotional health and your mental state at the time. So the fourth uh, category of habits I wanted to talk about was exercise. And I could have included this in the routine part, but actually I feel like there's a huge amount of evidence to support that exercise is just amazing, not just for your physical health where people probably consider its main benefits, but actually your emotional health. There's huge amounts of, um, you know, endorphins and serotonin and all these kind of um, biochemical hormones and neurotransmitters that are improved in people who exercise. And I feel like not even from a biochemical perspective, but I feel like um, even from a psychological perspective, exercise is really beneficial because it's a great way to let out um, 
It's a great way to use emotions and redirect energy in a positive form. Um, it's a great way to improve yourself and give yourself targets to aspire to. And it's also a great way to push yourself beyond your limits. So it's a good way of improving your resilience, which is definitely an important skill in life and especially in terms of taking care of yourself. So I feel like it's not just the physical and biochemical aspects, but it's also the psychological aspects as well that really make exercise so good for you and your emotional well-being that I feel like I just had to include it in its own category um, and I feel like there's just so much variety in exercise you can do team sports if that's your thing or if that's something you're lacking in your life like social interactions you can easily join a club easily join a public space for working out um, might be a bit difficult in corona but they are starting to open up the gyms and the sports clubs again so I'm sure I'll be back in no time um, and it's also a great way that you know if you feel like like you see people too much it's a great way to do individual sports like swimming running weightlifting um so there's a huge variety you can really find any kind of form of exercise that helps you um whether that's something easy to do like yoga when you wake up in the morning or whether it's something that you want to invest more time in um like training programs and stuff i feel like there's a huge amount of variety that you can use um and it's just really a wonderful way of improving your physical health and you like i said you have the social benefits as well if you want but really um the carryovers from the psychological impacts um of exercise being able to overcome adversity and push yourself i think it's really definitely um a good good thing to do and include to take better care of yourself uh in the emotional aspects Finally, the last thing I wanted to talk about was pursuing interests, um, and I think this is actually a great way of alleviating fatigue and giving you something to look forward to every day, um, and just trying to break through the tedium of sometimes if you have like a nine to five job or something, you can be so tired and we get so carried away, we don't pursue things that we find interesting, and I'm not asking you to quit your job and go traveling around the world, but I am saying that it's important to have something you look forward to doing every day, whether that's reading five minutes of a book. I mean, you probably won't finish 100 books in a year at that pace, but at least you have something to look forward to, whether that's cooking a small meal, going for a walk, um, maybe even just, you know, spending some time by yourself. Um, just pursuing interests, you know, if you want to open a business, don't, you know, take out a loan after reading this, but spend some time, look at gaps in the market. I think it's really a great thing you can do incrementally each day, just pursue your interests, because I think sometimes um, we just get so carried away and so tired out by what we're doing that we can actually end up just you know, not doing things we enjoy anymore. And um, I feel like that's definitely a thing that leads us into this kind of rut mentality and this kind of very uh, dreary uh, view of ourselves. Um, and sometimes when we feel tired, actually, it was in a great book I read once called uh, Nothing You Don't Already Know by Alexander Denhidja. You don't have to go pick it up, but um, it, he did say something that I feel really resonates with us today. And it's, he said that, you know, sometimes you, when you feel tired, it's not because you've been doing too much, but it's because you've been too doing too little of the things that you enjoy. Um, and I feel like that's definitely true for a lot of us. As we get busy, as we get older, we kind of don't really do the same things that we enjoy anymore, whether that's because we don't make time for them or we're too tired. Um, and I feel like that is definitely something we can look to improve in our life is to, um, you know, make something uh included in our day that we look forward to every day even if it's small like five ten minutes i think it can have huge benefits for our emotional health and just our general state of mind actually so i definitely recommend that 
So anyway, that's the end of these lists of habits. So just to summarize, it was trying to implement a better routine, uh, trying to find some sort of creative outlet, trying to have a better self-reflection of yourself, including some exercise and pursuing your interests. Um, Try these. Let me know how you find them. Um, Leave me some feedback. If these don't work for you, don't worry. There's numerous other things you can do. But these are the ones that I personally found were best for me and I think can really benefit a lot of people terms of their emotional health and their self-care um so yeah take care uh let me know if you, you have any feedback for me and um if these don't work uh like i said it's not the end of the world but it might actually be a sign that you might need to look elsewhere um in terms of trying to improve your mental state um so i just wanted to finish with that so anyway um take care of yourselves do your best and let me know how everything goes